When you start talking about the effects of the pandemic on tech, media, and entertainment companies, it's all about contrast. Streaming service? You had one experience. Chain of cinemas? A whole different world. Some companies had to shut down for months at a time, while others saw huge spikes in demand. Some had to rethink entire business models, while others became indispensable overnight. And all this hits home to a very important group of people, the office of the CFO. I'm your host, Jeremiah Barba, and I'm so glad to welcome Liz Britton to the podcast today. She is CFO of HackerOne. Liz, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. So first off, could you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your background and about HackerOne? I'd be delighted. My name is Liz Burden. I've been a finance professional more years than I care to mention. I held many senior roles at Sun Microsystems before moving to a series of Silicon Valley startups. I am currently CFO at HackerOne. We're a startup with about 300 employees. I joined about two years ago and we have more than doubled revenue in that time frame. I joined HackerOne as its most intriguing company. It's a mixture of SaaS, marketplace, and cybersecurity. It was started by hackers and security leaders with a mission to make the internet safer. Essentially, through the use of our platform and the global hacker community, we surface critical vulnerabilities before they can be exploited by criminals. That's great. And so glad to have you on today. Sounds like such an interesting company. So tech and media is really in an interesting place when it comes to the effects of the pandemic. So live entertainment certainly has taken a hit. With so many people spending more time at home, there are a lot of tech and direct-to-consumer models that have thrived and are still thriving. So what's it been like for HackerOne and has it brought out any changes that you think could stick in the future? Yeah, before the uh, pandemic, we had a mix of offices and remote workers. We had 30% of our workforce was fully remote with a given 30% working remotely on any day. Now we're in more than 17 countries and 31 states, a significant increase in the distribution over the last 12 months. That being said, when we closed the office, it leveled the playing field all of a sudden. Everyone was the same box on the screen. There were none of these hallway conversations that people missed out on. As we're starting now to think about reopening the offices, and I say reopening the offices, not going back to the offices the same way we did before, we're going to continue to be digital first. So essentially, wherever you work from, you should have the same experience, the same tools, and essentially keeping everyone the same box on the screen that we've had during the last 12 months. From a HackerOne's business perspective, remote work has only increased the importance of cybersecurity for our customers. Interesting to think about how it has evolved and how it will evolve. And it, I mean, being the work model, I appreciate the flexibility for sure. I'm looking forward to getting back you know, into the office and having some of those, those hallway conversations that I've been missing, but it, it's really interesting to see how companies have adapted moving forward. So let's zero in on the CFO. You live and breathe that office. So let's dig a little bit into how you think the pandemic has affected the office of the CFO and the systems that you need to support your work. So for example, has it changed how you plan and forecast? Has it affected what type of data you need to have access to and, and how you access it? Let's dig into that a little bit. Yeah, we were lucky, I think, as the pandemic came down, we were going live with Workday Financials and HCM. 
it was seamless. We heard of other finance teams who were shuttling papers from one office to another office, home offices. And I think I did one physical signature in the last 12 months. I think the key takeaway from my side is from a systems perspective, you have to be able to operate 100% remote, not only in case you have to, but I actually also believe it's more efficient generally. Personally, I didn't have to spend four days a week driving to and from San Francisco, nor did my team. The pandemic also gave us an opportunity to step back, really look at how we operationalize the business going forward. And we spent time building efficient processes that will allow us to scale going forward and scale efficiently and effectively. I think the other benefit is given us some of our team the opportunity to move and live totally different. A couple of team members have moved to North Carolina. One is resort living somewhere on a lakeside in California. This is a benefit to the employees, but it also gives us the opportunity to hire anywhere, which broadens the talent pool we can recruit from. It's always great to hear that Workday made a difference. Does our heart good to hear that? That's fantastic. Let's move into thinking about the subscription economy. So that whole concept of the subscription economy and that business model was was already a big deal before everything changed when the pandemic got going, but it's become even more important. So let's talk about how it's been for the office of the CFO. What's that been like to maintain that model, especially as a lot of companies had to become more conscious of cash and cost? And part two of that question have you evolved or are you thinking about evolving business models moving forward to fuel your growth? Yeah, I look at this question a couple of different ways. One, wearing my CFO expense hat. And obviously, as we came into the pandemic, we didn't know what was going to happen. We reviewed our own expenses and we found we probably had more subscriptions to various tools than we had employees So it really took an opportunity to rationalize the ones we have. Are they essential to doing business? Are they just a nice to have? The ones that are essential, they're still with us today, less essential, not. The other side I look at it is from a business perspective where you've really got to make sure you have a sticky product, one that is hard to churn because of the value it brings to our customers, the product that is essential to them on a day-to-day basis. As a result, one of the things we did is really prioritize investment into both product and R&D. You need to understand the problem you're trying to solve from a business perspective and the expected return. The goal, obviously, to get low churn, high expansion, which will have a positive impact on our business model, sales and marketing efficiency, and overall performance. Yeah, let's talk about change. So always a buzzword, even before major disruption became a a huge factor and there will be disruptions moving forward for sure. So let's talk about change in the office of the CFO. How do you think the office of the CFO has changed during this time, particularly your relationship to the office of the CIO and the CHRO? For example, I've heard that the office of the CFO is really becoming a, a big driver for innovation. So have you experienced that? And how do you think that could evolve in the future? Yeah, I'm not sure if this is related to the pandemic, but I do think the pandemic has increased the urgency and intensity. We are working with all areas of the business and really focusing more so than ever on driving business value, working with CHRO, the CIO. Today, we have so much more data and with HackerOne being a combination of SaaS, marketplace and cybersecurity, I think the amount of data we have is larger than many other companies of our size. 
So we're really partnering with IT and engineering to democratize that data and instrument the business. This data helps us do deep dive analysis that drives value to the business. And, you know, that kind of stuff, it's the fun part, really driving business value. Yeah, that's great to hear when you can focus on something that is the fun part. So let's look forward a little bit. And it's always interesting, especially in a time of high disruption and high change, to look back even what we say on these podcasts and predictions that we made and see how completely off we were or if we were close. So let's let's think ahead for the next 12 months, in particular for tech and media CFOs. From your perspective, what do you think that they should be focusing on for the, the next 12 months as we do slowly emerge from this pandemic with lessons learned? I think the biggest lesson I learned is how we work together in a digital first world. It's interesting when I think about the hacker community Hackers are a naturally remote community. Collaboration is important to their success. While they can drive on their own and enough vulnerabilities others may have missed, I think they're stronger when they work together and pool resources. And so I think from a work perspective, you have to create the balance between working alone and collaborating together. I think over the last 12 months, we've proven that we can create a digital environment that allows us to deliver and be creative. I think finally, without doubt, the pandemic has taught us that we have to be adaptable, which we knew before, but it's just highlighted the importance of it. For sure. All good lessons. I just want to say thank you again, Liz, for joining us today and for sharing your perspective. It's been great. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks again. We've been talking about the world of tech and media CFOs with Liz Britton from HackerOne. Don't forget to follow us wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And remember... You can find all of our episodes at workday.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great workday.